<laughs> okay so uh, what are we talking about today carly okay so we're talking about so we're gonna follow up infidelity talk- continued yeah infidelity continued we're gonna talk about how it feels to be the person i guess i don't want to say the victim because that sounds like there was like a criminal act committed. It is a criminal act. Yeah. <laughs> but like the cheatee, not the cheater. The person being cheated on, is that what you're yes. trying to say, Carly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How that feels. And then we're also going to talk about um, how it feels to be cheated on and to be in that position. Um, the impact it has on you the relationship all the things and then also um oh yeah how it affects us now in our own relationships so and then we also got we got a lot of questions geared around those topics so at the end we'll maybe answer a couple of those okay okay sounds good in the hood oh my gosh I'm here for it. Do I have to hang out with you? <laughs> well, you don't have to, but you want to. Mm-hmm. Guys, I've been watching TikToks because if you don't know, we made a TikTok. Just one more social media platform to manage, Carly. I'm so excited about it. The social media aspect is my responsibility, and so I am embracing all of the avenues of the hip and the cool peeps. I'm I am gonna do what you tell me to do, but I'm not going to support our TikTok. Yes, you are. 
If TikTok sponsors us, it's not. TikTok's not going to sponsor us. Well, they might pay us. What if we get, like, I don't know, 500,000 subscribers? Okay, get us 500,000 subscribers and I'll download TikTok. Okay. Done. Done. <laughs> She's going to participate in the TikToks. Writer's going to make her. Okay. Let's see. All right. So, let's start it off. How in just I guess synopsis how does it feel or how do you think it feels personally to be cheated on are you asking me or is this a rhetorical question no like I'm actually asking you well it feels terrible for you personally what does it feel to be like what do you feel internally well it feels terrible to be cheated on it like ruined me yeah um, I don't know. It just like crushed any um, like self worth I had, yeah, or like self confidence I had, and it made me more insecure than I already was, and it hurt. I mean, it just broke my heart because yeah. I just felt like I wasn't enough. Um, do you feel like you were so invested in the relationship so it hurt more? Like, do I mean, you feel yeah. like you gave, like, you were really invested, or do you feel like, no? I was very invested. I was, like, we were, like, planning to have another child. We were m- taking steps to, like, have another baby. Of course I was super invested. Hmm. I don't think I was in that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't. Not, like, I don't know. I was trying to talk to my mom about it today and be like, so what type of person was I? And I don't know. I try to think back. And for me, my relationship was, like, not serious from the beginning. Like, we, like, he was a rebound for me. Like, I had just gotten out of, like, a relationship that I was very invested in. Mm-hmm. And... I was very young, and I think I just jumped in to the first person that, like, showed me attention, mm-hmm. and so I went with that, but, like, early on, I was like, this is not it. This is not it. Like, I just knew that that wasn't it, but I think, I don't know, his mom made a comment after I had Grace sent to him and that he repeated back to me that was, like, she was only in it for the baby. Like, she just got what she wanted and got out. And I was like, I mean, yes and no. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Like, I didn't, obviously, I didn't go in thinking, I want to have a baby with this guy. And I want a baby right now because I'm not even 21. <laughs> I live with my parents. I am going to school. And let's, now would be the perfect time yeah. to have a small child. <laughs> like, I, like, obviously not, like, I had planned, my plan was to finish school and have a career and get married and do the things that your society is grooming you to do and all of those things, like, that was my plan, so, no, I think that's wrong, but also, I think I am a faith believer and I think everything happens for a reason, and I think that God was, like, listen, let's just sprinkle her with some dumb dust and some love goggles and just, like, 
stick her through this few years to give her a baby because I mean I had Grayson and five weeks later we were done right and that was my choice so I think I don't know I think when you have a kid you kind of just wake up yeah absolutely and so that's I don't know I think when those things happened I wasn't I just wasn't as invested as I probably should have been no, to that be makes sense. as angry as I should have been. Mm-hmm. So I think, yes, it caused me trauma. And yes, I went through a lot of things in that relationship. I think the cheating and infidelity was probably like a third of the trauma aspect. Versus, yeah. I think for you, it was a little different. Like there mm-hmm. was a much more impact came from the cheating aspect. Right. Oh, I would agree 100%. Yeah. What do you think is like a combination or I guess factors that lead people at risk for infidelity or cheating in their relationship like what what makes people cheat yeah like what well I don't know I mean that's hard to say in in any experience that you're not involved in I think um in our relationship I mean because that's really all I can speak to I can't speak about anyone else's Right, but you know, and you've had friends that have been cheated on, and you know scenarios. Like, what do you think can stem? I mean, I think that, well, like we talked about last time, if you're happy in a relationship, you don't just go out and cheat. There's obviously underlying problems Mm -hmm. already, like, happening, whether the other party knows it or not. Um, And so I just think that, like, like, I don't know. I was looking it up today and I was kind of trying to do some research on like why because I felt like in my situation, which I think ours are very different, I don't think he took our relationship very seriously either. So, and I guess for both relationships that I was in where I was cheated on was, I just don't think there was a like very serious aspect about the relationship like you knew it wasn't gonna end in yes like this guy is my soulmate forever right Mm -hmm. and I think he knew that about me and so I think it was very forced um so with that I think his was like a lust thing where he was not satisfied in the relationship or didn't take it seriously or I guess I I don't want to put like words on his actions like without him saying why he did it, but um for me that's what it felt like of like well if it's there I might as well do it you know like mm-hmm. just very nonchalant kind of attitude towards it, um but when I was looking up infidelity in marriage when you're like committed committed and both taking this serious action towards relationships. Um, it was, like, a comparison. So, like, I was reading about how, I guess I'll use Mike as an example. He doesn't do this, obviously. But, so, say, like, whenever I would talk to him and if I'm trying to have a conversation or, like, be intimate or something, he would just kind of, like, not want to. So, the comparison would come from... Say he has a coworker who's showing him attention and laughing at his jokes and thinking he's interesting 
he's thinking, well, my wife doesn't do that, but if I was with this girl, mm-hmm. she would laugh at my jokes and think I was funny and think I'm smart or whatever, you know? So mm-hmm. that's kind of like the negative comparisons that people can experience when, like, infidelity is, like, kind of, like, bubbling up, I guess. Right. Like, um, a factor in that. Um, and then, like... Another one was, like, turning down your partner intimately. Mm -hmm. So if you're constantly not available or not wanting to be intimate, like, that person is feeling shut down all of the time. That makes sense. So that's a big problem. Yep. And then um, another one was not acknowledging or talking about feelings with the partner's unhappiness. Mm -hmm. So, like, if one of this I used this example in the last episode but one of my friends in her marriage experienced like her husband just basically confiding in all of these women outside of their marriage but when it came to her she's like I don't know why he doesn't talk to me I don't know like I can't be there for him like just expressing all these dark thinking thoughts and emotions to somebody else and not your spouse like that can cause a large well, I Detachment, think, I guess. Like, all of those things you're saying to me kind of boil down the, the therapist in me. Mm-hmm. is like, all of those things are things that make you feel safe in a relationship. And if you don't feel safe... Sorry for I'm just my... going to uh, go ahead and re-say that because Carly's just <laughs> chugging her drink. <laughs> Sorry. If you <laughs> don't feel safe in a relationship, um, I mean, obviously... I'm not saying this is the right thing to do, but, I mean, a lot of people would probably tend to look other places to to find those feelings of safety yeah um so I mean it, again it's not right but it makes sense right so I think that's that's kind of what I found um so my <laughs> lovely mother is a therapist we're gonna have her on soon because she's just like a I'm wealth so of excited. knowledge yeah yeah um But basically, I asked her what, if she had any, I guess, resources for infidelity and how to kind of, like, recover and how it it impacts you. And I guess if she had a um, resource for people who are in a relationship where there's infidelity and if they need to make a decision of like are we going to stay together or are we not and Mm -hmm. like how that works um and so she recommended a guy of the name john gottman um phd i've read a lot of the gottman stuff over the last really a lot oh okay isn't it his wife also yeah it's him and his wife as a team they do like studies on marriage they've done it for like 50 years yeah tried to put a lot of his things into practice the last year good job it ended a people at the club well he (laughs) helped you he helped you make that decision (laughs) he helped me make yeah i did (laughs) um okay so there was one that reviewed like i was talking the mic is just falling off my face john gottman wrote this book and it's a it's called what makes love last did you read that one? I read, um, like, excerpts of it. I never okay. read the whole thing. It's how to build trust and avoid betrayal. Okay. 
so I found it so interesting because it's not one of those books where it's just like, let's see how you can like mend your broken heart and go start walking and start taking your care of yourself and like doing this whole thing, which yes, you should take care of yourself, but it is like actually like a book with like questions in it to see if you can be compatible with your spouse after mm-hmm. infidelity. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, are you trying to tell me your spouse cheated on you and you just don't know? No, I don't think he cheated on me. I did okay. a lot of research. I was trying to figure it out. I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Okay. I still, nobody tells me anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, a little excerpt for you. The Anatomy of Cheating. Um, Gottman states that people often cheat, like, people often say cheating comes out of nowhere, but usually the person who cheats um, has, like, a path that's been building up for them in a relationship. Now, this does not go for the play-a-play of Flava Flav of the week where you're just, like, with this guy and just cheats on you all the time. Right. This is, like, I'm talking in a sense of, like, a committed relationship where you, like, both committed your life together. hmm Not homeboy hooking up with at the bar. Crystal. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just said a random name, but. Or did I? Anyway. <laughs> Between the lines, people. <laughs> Nobody's gonna know. Okay. Um... So basically, when your partner constantly turns away from building a connection, you develop the really toxic behavior of negative comparisons, which I talked about earlier. Right. And that kind of falls into, like, how you see your spouse. Like, if you're talking negatively about – this is, like, the one thing I try not to do is, like, I try not to talk negatively about Mike – even if it's like, oh my gosh, he pissed me off that day. Which, yeah, I've said that, obviously. <laughs> We've been married for a while. Um, but I try not to, like, go too into depth. Because here's an example. Rich and I did not have the healthiest of relationships. <laughs> and when things would happen, I would go to Chelsea. Yeah. My best friend. Okay. And just talk mad shit. Yeah, I would just be like, oh my god, he did this, and he did this, and he did this, and this is what happened, and this is, okay, guess what? Chelsea wanted to run him over with her car. (laughs) She was not his fan fave. So that caused a huge tug at mine and Chelsea's relationship, and a huge tug at mine and Rich's relationship. Mm -hmm. So you have to, like, be fair, right? I forgot where I was going with this, but basically... Say I'm, like, at work confiding in, like, a coworker. Let's just be frank. I work with men. So if I'm just, like, oh, yeah, my husband did this, this, and this, and then my coworker's, like, oh, yeah, that sucks. Let's all be smart here. We're all adults. You know? Got to be aware of what's happening. Absolutely. Anyway, so this book goes into, like, why... Like, question, like, it asks you such specific questions on, like, 
is your relationship worth saving? Like, one of the questions is, like, are you interested in making amends? Are you willing to leave your partner? Like, or will you be able to let go of anger and resentment towards your partner and move forward? And, like, that's probably a book that is necessary for people who want to be in a relationship and don't know if they can get over cheating. Because, like, how do you have that conversation? You're so mad at that person. Oh, right. Like, how do you, like, calmly just be like, you know what? Am I going to be able to forgive you? I'm going to be like, no, I want to, like, punch you in your throat <laughs> so you can't breathe right now. Like. Yeah. I don't I don't remember being that crazy. Okay. <laughs> I do have some crazy stories, though. Do you want one? Yes. Okay. Always. <laughs> okay. This is so off topic. Um. Okay, so. Wait, maybe we shouldn't tell it right now. No, it's definitely related to this. Okay, let's But, go. like, a little bit off topic. Okay, so it was when we first, when Rish and I first started, like, hanging out. And we moved in, or, sorry, I shall not say we, because I did not move into that place. He moved in to this little house. It was this tiny little house. That way. Yes. Yes. And it was on the landlord's property right Mm -hmm. and it was a one bedroom one bath like the rest of the little house was a studio like whatever i have so many stories about this little tiny house i remember i hated that little tiny house it was a beezy anyway so he moves in right Mm -hmm. he's been there like a month maybe and he says carly i would like you to live with me and i say oh a very kind gesture so kind i shall thank you (laughs) so he has to go to work that weekend out of town so i he says just move your stuff in like that'll be fine um so i had two of my friends come over and help me like load stuff into the truck and like bring it over I don't even know if he asked his landlord if I could move in with him. Probably not. No. But I did anyway, obviously. So I'm moving stuff in. I, like, there's so much of my stuff in the living room, like, totes and boxes and whatever. Okay. Mind you. He's out of town, and I have two friends over in this tiny little place. Um. So I was unloading stuff, and I found this box. It was like a shoebox, mm-hmm. and it had all these love notes and like cards from you and him. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck would he keep that?" Oh my god, Dave! I'm no, so that sorry. was a valid f bomb. Okay, <laughs> that was a very valid f bomb. Okay, I'm sorry, Dad. Sorry, but that's my thought. Okay, so I said, "What the f?" So then we started laughing. Then I cried. And then I was like, do I move in? <laughs> what do I do here? Like, and keep in mind, I'm texting him and he's at work, so he cannot respond. Right. Like, at all. So I'm looking around and I'm finding all this weird stuff, like memorabilia and like. That's awkward. You guys judged the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lynn. There was <laughs> this picture of you guys at the lake. Mm-hmm. And you guys were like all cozy. Enough. Was I looking at him like this? No. Oh, you were just standing there. <laughs> but I, mean, I don't cool. like that picture either. <laughs> I know we're babies. <laughs> I know. Um, and 
you had a beer in your hand, mm-hmm. and, like, my friend, I won't name names because I don't know if she wants to be named, um, drew on the picture, and then, she, like, cut it out with, like, a pen. Yeah. And then, like, circled the beer bottle and was, like, balls. <laughs> like, <laughs> that you were holding them in this, like, bottle. It was so childish. Please remember, I was 19 years old. And so that... <laughs> Okay, back to that. Um, and then I went full on psycho like a freaking child, just finding out she was cheated on. Um, and I took every plate in his kitchen. Well, the first one was an accident. I dropped a plate, slamming a cupboard, and it fell on the floor. And I was like, "Oh, that felt so good. That felt amazing." So then I broke every plate in his kitchen on the floor. Well. And then his landlord walked her happy, nice, uh, uh, um, but over to the little house, and she knocked really loud on the door, and I was like, eh. "Oh shoot! Like we're in here breaking stuff. She's gonna walk in." Yeah, yeah, it wasn't cute. It was not a fun time. What did she say? What did she want? She's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm just moving in." <laughs> Oh, um, I almost slipped up, but Rich, let let me, he's like, let me move in. Well, it doesn't sound like you're doing nice things to the things in here. Oh, my God. I was like, yeah, you're probably right. And then she walked into the kitchen, noticed I broke all the plates. Oops. I don't (laughs) know how that happened. I was like, well, and then I just started, and she's like, you need to leave my property. I was like, that's probably fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) So then I left and I cried a lot and we went and drank a lot. Um, But the next day he was very mad. Please rest assured I was an adult and I went and bought new plates. Like, good job. I didn't just break all the plates and then say like, see you later. I should have, but I didn't. I mean, we all know Grayson's here. Yeah, that was in very early on in the relationship. So obviously I (laughs) fixed the situation and i had to apologize to this landlord oh how embarrassing and he just like stood there smirking and she reminds me of the um you know that girl off legally blonde where she's like i just want a hot dog real bad (laughs) you know that lady perfect depiction like oh my god that's so funny so then she was just like well she said some condescending like easy remark where she was just like yeah well in some of those situations maturity comes out and she was just like okay like okay well you don't know what everything I've been through with this guy so how do you think um cheating has affected you in your relationships after I think that well like I said previously I mean it definitely made me like a little like more insecure And so that insecurity has definitely shown through in my more recent relationships. Um, Even in relationships where I was secure in the relationship and there was no threat of cheating or anything like that, um, it's hard not to let, at least in my experience, it was hard not to let feelings of, like, um, worry creep in. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just anxiety revolving around infidelity even in the most secure relationship was like something that affected my more recent relationships after that happened 
Yeah, I agree. I think it just makes you feel like, okay, so typically when you get cheated on, you feel like you don't expect it. Like you're blindsided a little bit. Yeah. And then you start to unravel the pieces of like when it happened and why it happened and who it happened with and like Mm -hmm. all of these things. And it's like, what was I doing that night when they were doing that? You know, like, oh, yeah, you dissect every piece of the situation. Right. And I think so then when you get into a relationship where there's no infidelity yet, or I I don't want to say yet, but like at all, um, you're kind of like have your guard up. Like, Mm -hmm. what's what's around the corner you know like what should I expect how can I protect myself yeah absolutely it definitely made me have a harder time trusting people yeah um I mean even to this day like trust is a huge one for me like in the sense that like it's really hard for me to trust someone Mm -hmm. but then like um like once I've gotten that trust like it's so important I mean I think I think that's probably a pretty common thing to be important in relationships but I don't know I just feel like I hold a higher um value on trust than maybe the typical person would just because of all of the trust issues in some of my past relationships yeah I agree I don't know it's just like I went on a few dates and things I don't know if anybody knows did Rich and I split up when Grayson was five weeks old and Mike and I started reconnecting when he was eight months so not a long time in those in between it was like six or seven months right Mm -hmm. so I mean I would say I went on a few dates and did a few things there here and there um and I would say there was, like, I don't know. I was just dating. Dating with kids is weird. And eventually we'll have to do a little episode on dating with a kid. But it makes you not trust people. Yeah. And, like, I think I went up into dating again so guarded. Like, so guarded. Like, mm-hmm. I had... Like, I didn't go on a date until Grayson was, like, four or five months old, and I was just, like, one, I think he was so little, so. Well, yeah, and I think that fades a little, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because here I am, <laughs> eight years later, emerging onto the dating scene soon again, I'm sure, Yeah. and while I still have a lot of those same fears and issues Mm -hmm. they're definitely um not as loud as they were the first time around when it's fresh Mm -hmm. right um I don't know there's still stuff that like Mike will be like what the oh just weird triggers yes Mm -hmm. of like why are you mad about that Mm -hmm. why did that bug you like that was so innocent or like you know there was no there was absolutely nothing Mm -hmm. why are you irritated by that right (laughs) you know or like he's so good about it though like we don't have like we have passwords on our phones from the kids but him and I know each other's passwords for everything right it's just like we just don't keep secrets 
and yeah, I guess I don't things like just little things like that, like passwords on phone. Yeah. I feel like in my relationship, I need to have that kind of trust where we both like can have each other phone phone passwords and not worry about hiding anything and stuff like that. Whereas, right, if I, like, what do you have to hide? Right, <laughs> you know. If I didn't go through some of the stuff I went through, a lot of it being from, I mean, hiding wrongly, yeah. digging through phones and finding shit I shouldn't have been finding. Right. Um, I don't know if I would be that way about phones. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Like you find things in emails and text messages and all of these things, so then. You're like, okay, well, that's where it's going to be. If something's right. there, like, I need to look there, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Like, I've gone through Mike's phone before, but, like, he's such a boring... <laughs> You're like, this is all you team. have on here? I know. Like, there's nothing. It's, like, to his family, like, his mom and his sisters and, like, his, a few of his friends. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's it. That was a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that was boring. Um, I always want to be like, ooh, is he talking shit about me? Like, did I piss him off one day? And he's yeah. Like, Man, she's just ride my ass. But, no, never. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's just a gem, though. Like He is a gem. Michael, you're one of the good ones. Yeah, let me just say, guys, last episode we talked about, apparently I mentioned it came across that I am not attracted to my husband. That's not. But that anybody – who really knows me knows that was not my intention and I am head over heels attracted to my husband. Carly Michael, Carly came over the other day and told me she wanted to jump your bod. Yeah. She not lying. I was like, that's disgusting. You can go home if you're gonna talk <laughs> like that around me. I mean one of us should be getting some. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um but yeah, so I think it just needs to be put out there that yes Michael's my hot. Hus- my husband and I are very intimate, and we are very married. So, if anybody has any question, or Michael, if you have any question, <laughs> Michael, if you have any questions, come ask me. <laughs> Lindsay knows all deep. So, if you have some questions or doubts, direct them this way. I'm a hundred percent attracted. Still, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, babe, we're just giving you shit. Um, okay, so what else? So, did you have some questions? Yeah, we had some listener questions that came in last time, and I thought maybe we could, we kind of discussed a couple of them already, so we can just cruise through them. Cool, cool, cool. Um, That was so douchey. So many pools. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, (laughs) what steps did you take to try and heal yourself after going through it while still in the relationship? That's a good question. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> I read some books, and my mom's a therapist, so just talk to your mom a lot. Huge benefit for me. <laughs> cool, I talked to therapist Dave. <laughs> Dave, therapist Mr. Dave, <laughs> Sir Dave, Sir Dave, <laughs> gives excellent life advice. Excellent life advice. Yeah, like if you live in the greater Montana area, mm-hmm. take your bird houses down this season why i don't know apparently there's some big disease going through um so if you have a bird feeding oh my gosh dang it this was the year that i was gonna make let the kids paint birdhouse oh was it well maybe (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking about it (laughs) we came across tiktok so (laughs) oh my gosh you're obsessed with tiktok yeah i'm trying to make us cooler 
<laughs> it's like, never gonna happen. We're real lame, and I'm trying to like get us these cool traits. I'm not gonna do those TikTok dances. <laughs> yes, you are. Okay. Um. So, what steps? Okay, you talk to your therapist mother. Okay, so I talked to my mother, the therapist. Um. I also. So this kind of comes into play later, but like. I went to a licensed therapist when we were going back to court. Mm-hmm. So when I got served, I was not a functioning adult. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I need therapy. Yeah. Because I'm crying all of the hours of all of the days. Yeah. And that helped a lot. So we worked through like some trauma. Yeah. Not only like, I don't know, it's hard. They have to dissect your life, basically. Absolutely. And so to understand, like, our co-parenting and, like, why I was so upset about the court thing and, like, all of everything, she had to go all the way back. I just smacked my mic real hard. Um, she had to go all the way back. And so we worked through a lot of that. And one thing I would recommend is uh, it's, like, tap therapy. It's, like, these little vibrating handles. And it's, like, I think it's, like, EV... Oh, yeah, SR. EMS, EDSR, EDTR, something like that, Um, where it's, like, basically, like, touching you. Like, it's vibrating each hand of yours. Like, you hold the little things, and it's just, like, opens up your mind and your heart and, like, makes you open up, I guess. Weird. I didn't do that. Uh, We'll have to ask my mom about it when she comes on. Okay. Yes. A lot of people, I've heard of it. A lot. Yeah, it's awesome, and I would recommend, and I'm a very bottled up person, and so, obviously, <laughs> nobody knows that, um, but, like, with my emotions, I'm like, ah, oh, ugh, so, yeah, that helps. That's good. Yeah. Okay. And I just, it's like, shitty people do shitty things is kind of what I came up to, yeah, and so, right. I was just like... At that time, he was not a very good, nice human. Granted, I wasn't really ready for relationships. I probably wasn't my best human, but... Meh. Meh. <laughs> so, um, did you do anything to try and heal yourself further after you were out of the relationship, or just more therapy? So, that's like that. Like, I mean, I went to therapy after the relationship. We were in court. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um... All my, all my, all my, all my things were after the relationship. Yeah, that's true. I think I had, I don't know, you're in those situations, you have love goggles on. Obviously, I'm not a singer, so don't, don't do that. (laughs) Might edit that out. Might edit that out. Um, yeah. Love goggles. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I'm the same. We all know what a big fan Lindsay is of therapy. She's done it for the, she's, I always, I. That's all I do these days. <laughs> I'm just in therapy. <laughs> That's all I do. Um, but I think that one thing after, like, Rich and I were uh, officially over, I it's that's when I, like, found my love of, like, working out and particularly running. Um, and that really helped me through. That became, like, a form of therapy for me. Yeah, after. Sure. Also, guys, we should note that, like, I met Lindsay – and that's not the Lindsay I met, in, like, I know now. Like, you're a very fit human. Right Are now. you talking about chubby Lindsay from the day? <laughs> yeah, but not in, like, a bad way. I'm just saying, like, that Lindsay was just not happy. Yeah, for and sure. so, 
like I like you found yourself outside of that relationship yeah I think that it took me going through what I went through with him and with you and that whole night just kind of transformed my life from like the trajectory it was going on which I just wasn't happy I I didn't really know who I was and all of that good stuff and yeah um it just really changed my life for the better I mean granted no one wants to go through anything like that who would have thought who would Carly have... coming in to save the day <laughs> oh is that what you did Carly? <laughs> should I thank you now <laughs> uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> okay thank you saved your ass yeah you did anyways so again um therapy and and working out yes. do those things yes. they helped me yes yeah I really liked yoga too yeah, Yoga any type favorite. of movement or meditation or – yeah. Okay. Um, Next question. We kind of talked about this one too. What has stuck with you long-term because of infidelity? We kind of talked about some of our insecurities and yeah. anxiety revolving around infidelity. Trust, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do, you deal, how do you deal with insecurity that stems from infidelity? Carly's not an insecure human. Shut up. (laughs) I have lots of insecurities. Carly has insecurities about yo-yo dieting every five seconds, six months with a new diet. I know. You're like, I'm going to eat this This 700 calories for the next nine weeks and I'm going to be so shredded by the time it's done. I'm like, Carly, your one-year-old daughter eats more than that. Like, what? So, guys, let's just be frank. Lindsay's here to talk you out of them, Carly. Yeah. (laughs) Eat the damn food. Eat the food. And also, like, it's fine. Um, I mean, I think everybody has. What was the question? I thought I was going on a track of insecurities. (laughs) How do you deal with insecurities that stem from infidelity? Okay. That stem from. I have a lot of insecurities outside of infidelity. Let's talk about all your insecurities that have nothing to do with this podcast. About all my issues. Okay. Um,. We can have a whole episode on that if you'd like. That's fair. Um, different, I guess, mine is mainly trust. Like, And I feel like I would have a lot bigger issues if I wasn't married to Mike. Like, yeah. I think we are very compatible, and he helps me. He's just makes me feel so confident and safe and, like, secure and validated and, like, like, I just don't ever question where we're at or mm-hmm. what we're doing. Like, I know, like, some days I'll be like, wow, we haven't connected in a while. Like, let's go on a date night. But, like, that's pretty much the extent of it. Like, we're, I don't know, we just work well. And that wasn't always like that. Like, we did go to therapy for our communication because we both speak so differently. And one thing we learned was they would ask us different questions. And so she would like the therapist was like, Michael, like, how do you, what do you think Carly's feeling right now? And he was like, said this whole thing. And I was like, I'm not feeling any of that. Like, you're not even listening to me. Like I'm feeling this, this, and this, and this. And she was able to interpret how I can share and speak to him mm-hmm. for him to understand me. And then like vice versa. Mm-hmm. So we were just like not speaking the same language. Therefore, like, we weren't able to connect right and like figure out what was like the underlying issues and so like that was huge like mm-hmm. people 
people go years without figuring that out. Oh, yeah. In marriages. And it's just, it, we were able to do it in our first year of marriage, which was, like, Mike did not want to go to a marriage therapist, obviously. He was like, this is dumb. <laughs> and he doesn't like talking anyway. So he's right. like, no. Um, but afterwards, we always felt super connected and, like, more in love than ever. So, mm-hmm. like, I do think couples therapy helps a lot. And yeah, for sure. I think just talking about, yeah. like, um, the insecurities insecurities you're going through whether that is with like a partner or a spouse like if you're feeling insecure about something have a conversation about it I mean it's awkward or embarrassing or whatever you think it might be like Mm -hmm. getting your feelings out on the table instead of having them bubbling up inside and turning into this thing that is just super hard and Mm -hmm. blows up in everyone's face like why not just get it on the table and work through it um I don't know so I think just like that's something that's helped me. Yeah. I'm not always the greatest at not letting it bubble up or not letting it, like, fester until I get so mad about it. But I try. Really? Yeah. Um, so what advice – we kind of talked about this. What advice would you give to someone currently trying to heal from infidelity in their life? I think my first sentence would be you need to find your worth. Like, your infidelity did not happen because you were not worthy of that person's affection and love and, de- like, loyalty to your relationship. Side note, Carly tells me this, like, once a week. Yeah, I tell Lindsay this pep talk all the time. Like, <laughs> you are a boss as a beezy. And, uh, come on. I agree. I think that that, um, I mean, all of my sweet, sweet stranger friends on the internet are learning that... I've had some self-confidence issues in my past. I think that about wraps up all the, I mean, that wraps up the questions that we got. Okay, so, okay, so next episode, we're going to have a special guest. We're Um, so excited. We're super stoked. Um, She is a good friend of mine and is a mom. Okay, let me start over. Okay, (laughs) guest podcast Instagram. Put the questions in the Instagram box. In the chat box on Instagram. Why can I not say that? I don't know. Okay, anyway, chat box, Instagram, questions for guest. I don't understand why you're talking in one word sentences. Because I can't speak, obviously. Guest, question, guest, (laughs) podcast, Lindsay, Carly, Becca, (laughs) guest. Becca, guest. Okay. All right. Um, with that, we're going to wrap up this episode. We out. <laughs> we need to start doing that. We out. We out. Okay. No, that sounded so good. That was so cool. Okay. Okay. So, if you want to follow us on Instagram, if you don't already do, it's at Podcast. 
tell your friends about us. Yeah, share on Instagram and share to your friends. I don't know why I keep talking like that. <laughs> um, share us, please. It's been so fun getting to talk to new people and getting all the new interaction. Um, and yeah, And then also read us on the Apple app and follow our podcast on all platforms. Also, we created a TikTok. At Made to Relate podcast. Okay, guys, we gotta go. Lindsay has to make the cookies. (laughs) Oh my god, I hate you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Yes, writer Daniel. Come in. Come into the podcast closet. Did you guys order some pizza? Actually, that sounds really good. (laughs) Can we go order up some pizza? Seven twenty-seven. I don't know. Can you come come tuck me in bed? No, you get in bed and I'll come tuck you in when I'm done. Can you tuck me in and put a bed? I am done. No, I think she means like, are you gonna read? Yeah. Then go read and I'll come tuck you in in a little bit. We have like fifteen more minutes. Go to bed. I love you. I love you. I love you. You have to say it back.